0: Hi there, I hope you're well. I am Mary Mokalu and you're listening to the Hearing by God's Word podcast where we drink from the well of God's Word, find nourishment for our souls and seek to live out His teachings in our daily lives. Happy New Year and welcome to Hearing by God's Word podcast. In this episode, we embark on a journey through the realms of practical love for God and others, part one. Join us as we delve into fascinating insights, share compelling stories, and explore the nuances that make practical love for God and others an intriguing and essential part of our lives. We're going to read 1 Corinthians, it's a famous one, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 to 7, and it reads, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. When you read about love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 to 7, You see that all aspects of what love is in that chapter are actions. Showing kindness to others, being patient even when you feel you've reached the very end of your limits. Love is being gentle, rejoicing in others' success even when your life may be taking forever to reach that level you want to achieve. Letting go of wrongs, it does not keep a record for future reference that even when someone does the same wrong, You don't start saying it's not the first time you've done it. You did it yesterday. You're repeating it again now. Love is not like that. As in these are actions. It is very practical. It is very, very real. Luke chapter 10 verse 25 to 27. tells of a teacher who asked Jesus how he could inherit eternal life. And Jesus replied, what is the law? How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. Well, let us look first at our love towards God according to verse 27. And that is, love the Lord your God with all your heart. With all your soul with all your strength, with all your mind. This is a command and it's asking us to love our God with all, not just some part, but with all. What does the heart of man do? According to Matthew chapter 15 verse 18, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. Whatever we speak comes from the heart. So if your heart is not right, if you're holding grudges, if you're holding bitterness, if you're holding resentment, if you're holding unforgiveness in your heart, then that's what is going to flow out of your heart and that's what you will speak. So you find people speak in anger, people speak words that break others because what is in their heart is not right. They have been hurt maybe by somebody in their past. They have gone through some things and they do not know how to deal with it. They do not know how to get right with themselves. And they need the help of God to help them to come at peace with what is in their hearts. So the heart of man is that it holds a lot of stuff. So it needs to be clean. And the question is, what does the heart of man do? According to Matthew chapter 15 verse 18. The heart of man is that it brings things that can actually build or break. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. So we need to be very careful what we hold in our hearts. We need to have clean hearts so that we can bring out things that do not defile us, but things that are pleasing to the listener so that we are building people and not breaking them. When we love God with all our heart, Then what comes out of it will not defile us, but will instead build us and glorify God. When we love God with all our heart, what is to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength? Scripture says that loving God is obeying his commands. So you can imagine this question that is asking what does the heart of man do according to Matthew 15 verse 18. When we love God with everything, starting with our hearts, notice that it starts with love the Lord with all your heart in Luke chapter 10, verse 25 to 27. So then we need to actually make our hearts right with God. So that what flows from our hearts is something that does not defile us because we have loved God with all our heart. As in there is no more room to love anything else. There's no more room to hold grudges. There's no more room to hold unforgiveness. There's no more room to hold resentment or whatever it is that we may try to hold. Anxiety, stress, depression, no more room for that. Because we have loved God with all our heart. There is no more space to love anything else. Then what comes out of our mouths is not something to defile us or defile those who listen to us. But it is something that we're builders build others and glorify god when we are told to love god with our all it is to honor him through having a pure heart thoughts that are sanctified actions that emulate christ who is love personified this way we glorify him in all we do it is dedicating our whole being to please him only investment we invest ourselves in loving god with everything And we leave no room for any other thing. Because when you leave room in your heart, when God does not inhabit your heart and just occupies the whole of it, when you leave another space in your heart, the enemy is so happy to come and join. But when your heart is full of God, then there's no more room for the enemy to come and entertain any weird stuff, any wickedness in you because you have God, the fullness of God, because you've made room, you made a space for him in your heart. You've given him the whole space and then he makes a home. Practicality of love. One, investment. Practicality of love. You have to invest yourself. When you're loving somebody, starting with God, you have to invest yourself. Wholly invest yourself. In loving him with everything you've got what ways can you show love for God we're gonna look at some scriptures Romans chapter 12 verse 9 love must be sincere hate what is evil cling to what is good that is how we show love to God Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 no one can serve two masters either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve god and money so it says you cannot serve two masters you have to choose you cannot be after god and then you're after money scripture says seek ye first the kingdom of god and the rest shall be added unto you so when you first seek him the rest comes because he is above all wealth. He is above everything. So imagine when you seek him, then he blesses you with every other thing. Because when we seek God, then we obey his commands. Then we obey his will. We are in alignment with his will. We are pleasing his heart. Then everything comes. Obedience is key to blessings. So when we seek him with all our hearts, when we love him with our everything, the whole of our being, then blessings flow. There is abundance in that. It is amazing how much when we invest ourselves, when we say, Lord, have your way in me, I surrender my all. Then he comes and inhabits, not just a visitation, he comes and inhabits our lives and he brings forth abundance because we have been sincere in our love for him it's amazing john chapter 14 verse 15 if you love me keep my commands loving god is not just saying god i love you i love you so much no Loving God is obeying his commands. If he says do not commit adultery, if he says do not steal, do not murder, honor your father and your mother, as in the commandments, it is obeying them. Worship no other God besides me. Do not raise any idols. Do not covet. If you love me, keep my commands. That's what John 14 verse 15 tells us. That is our way to show love to God by being obedient. First John chapter 5 verse 2 to 3. This is how we know that we love the children of God. By loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome. They have blessings when you actually obey them. When you obey, things flow. Satan has no authority to come and accuse you of anything because you are following the commands of God. You're in his will. He will come and try, but he will not find anything. So things flow to your favor. And it says, this is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. Because whatever he commands us to do, Actually, it's going to benefit even the next person. So it is very important for us to obey his commands, to obey his instructions. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37 to 40. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God. Yes, that's what we read earlier. With all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments so love for god and love for others because if we do not have that especially in this year of 2024 if we do not have love for god and love for others then we'll not go far we want to achieve many things most of the times we start the year very well and then people reach Uh, Somewhere along, a few months along the way, they miss it. They give up because they did not start well. Matthew chapter 10 verse 32 to 33. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. We shall never be ashamed to speak about Jesus Christ. We shall always speak about him to others so that they can also come to know this love called Jesus Christ. He is love personified so that they can come to know him as savior. So that they can come to know him as comforter, so that they can come to know him as healer, as teacher, as counselor, as all the wonderful names that he holds and what he can do for them. And who he can be for them. If we do not speak about him to others. How are they going to know that there is a savior? When they need that savior. So we need to speak about him. And he is saying here that if we do not speak about him. Then he's not going to speak about us before the father. He's not going to acknowledge us before the father in heaven. Because it's like we are rejecting him. It's like we are saying I don't know you. I don't associate with you. But we need to be glad that he wants to be associated with us. And that's why he's saying this so that we can know that if we talk about him to others, then he will speak about us to God. But we should do it even if he was not speaking about us to God because he is just so awesome and we cannot keep all this awesomeness to ourselves. So we really need to speak it out and say that He is an awesome God. What are the benefits of loving God? We've already established that loving God is obeying his commands. So what are the benefits of obeying his commands? Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 11 verse 13 to 25. So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today, to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and and spring rains so that you may gather in your grain new wine and olive oil I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle and you will eat and be satisfied this is when you obey his commands which is showing love to him then he sends abundance of rain he makes everything fertile, multiplication in everything in the work of our hands because now when it is talking about grain new wine and olive oil providing grass in the fields for your cattle and you will eat and be satisfied this is the blessing from the work of our hands when we love him yes all right Continue in verse 16 be careful or you will be enticed to turn and worship other gods and bow down to them and these are not just those statues that people create the work of man's hands and worship now idols can be or other gods can be your job it can be your spouse as in making something your idol it because it takes preeminence before god that becomes an idol that becomes a god and god is telling us be careful or you will be enticed to turn away and worship other gods and bow down to them so be careful Then the Lord's anger will burn against you and he will shut up the heavens so that it will not rain and the ground will yield no produce and you will soon perish from the good land the Lord is giving you. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children talking to them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road. When you lie down and when you get up, write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. Verse 22. If you carefully observe all these commands I am giving you to follow, As in, don't worship other gods. Don't bow down to them. Obey the commands of God. Now, this is what verse 22 tells us. If you carefully observe all that I've mentioned, all these commands I am giving you to follow, to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to Him, and to hold fast to Him, then... The Lord will drive out all these nations before you and you will dispossess nations larger and stronger than you. Every place where you set your foot will be yours. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the Euphrates River to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you. The Lord your God, as he promised you, will put the terror and fear of you in the whole land wherever you go. As in this one, yes, it was spoken to the Israelites, but it is also a promise to the believer today. That if we do not bow down to idols and worship them, that if we obey the commands the lord our god is giving us even today even as i'm reading now and the word of god is telling you to obey the commands of god and not worship idols then the lord will drive away every enemy on your way you will dispossess nations and as in he will give nations unto you this is a promise that everywhere you set your foot you will be able to claim a blessing there is a blessing that you will have favor in whichever place you go. Nobody will be against you. Scripture says that no weapon that is fashioned against us shall prosper. So then there is protection. There is favor from strangers. Kanda. As in obeying God brings forth favor. It brings blessings and those blessings bring favor that wherever we go, doors open for us. There is protection because we have obeyed God. There is abundance because we have obeyed God. As in great things happen. Scripture says that all things work together for our good. To those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. All things work together for good to those who love God. That is just to summarize what are the benefits of loving God. And when we love God, then we are able to love our neighbors as ourselves. We are able to live a Christ-like life. Today I want to remind you that loving God is not burdensome. It's something that gladdens the heart of God. And with it comes blessings. May the Holy Spirit help us to love God. As in, may the Holy Spirit help us to obey the commands of God. Because they are not burdensome according to First John chapter 5 verse 23. We surrender everything unto you, O oh God, and we ask that you will be with us. May you help us to have practical love for you and for others. May we invest ourselves wholly unto you, surrendering all to you, our hearts, our souls, our minds, our strength, leaving no room for any other, just you, because you are enough for us. You are more than enough for us, O oh God. May you have your way in our lives. Make a habitation in our hearts. In the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you. I thank you for anyone listening to me. Anyone who may not even understand what love is. Father, I pray that they will experience your love in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Just as you have allowed us to experience that love. I pray that they will experience your love. Your kind of love. Agape that they will know you loved them first before they even knew you. May your name be exalted. Thank you for loving us, O God. And thank you for showing us how to love others through your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As we bring this episode to a close, we hope the discussions and stories shared have left you inspired and informed. Don't forget to subscribe for more of Hearing by God's Word podcast. Feel free to share your thoughts, questions or suggestions with us. Thank you for tuning in and until next time, God bless you. Shalom.